I'm not famous. I am uncensored, not famous. I am scale of everything. I scale of everything. I scale uncensored. Why do you eat ham? 
on Easter, I don't know, but, and then what's up with this Easter egg hunt? The bunny hides eggs? What, what, how, why, what's the purpose of it? A bunny has eggs. This is so fucked up to me, but you know, I'm probably gonna get flamed for that, but Catholic Easter never made sense to me. As a matter of fact, for a little while now, I had been trying to come up with a way to describe the Greek Orthodox Easter and what is involved um, throughout that tradition. It's not just like Sunday. The whole Holy Week starts from Monday, and it's not even a good Monday, good Tuesday, good whatever, all the way to good Friday. There is no good. It's They call it great. Great Monday, great Tuesday, all the way to great Friday, and then Saturday is when the... Um, resurrection happens we don't just say Jesus got resurrected we just go to church we wait for the midnight fireworks and then the Lent season comes to an end on Saturday night you we all celebrate this is this is what I can't really describe it's I can so much easier describe it in Greek <laughs> maybe I should have a little insert in Greek here but uh, yeah, it's there is a lot of a number of steps that happens uh, after you hear the liturgy of the church at midnight. The fireworks happen. Then everybody who has their long uh, candles called labades that are already ignited one by one by the blessed fire that had been um, initiated by the blessing of the priest during the liturgy. I'm sorry guys that's the best I can do and once each and every candle is lit up then the liturgy ends and then the fireworks happen Jesus has resurrected we all like yay Christos Anesti woo Jesus has resurrected we all just kiss each other saying happy pre-easter we all go home we eat that special soup that's crude that's made out of a lamb's guts yep and it's so fucking tasty. I looked forward for this this year. I have not done proper Easter celebrations for maybe a decade, maybe a little less. But like to say that I celebrate Easter in Greece, I haven't done it forever. And that sucks that I'm not able to go to Greece right now. I would have been, I would have been there next week. Yeah, and I would have taken you guys with me vlogging most of my stay over there but it's okay life goes on we gotta figure out different ways to vlog our life but like I said earlier it's not just a Sunday that you celebrate Easter it's a whole week of it's a process and I don't want to bore you with the details now because I'm kind of having a hard time trying to translate this effectively from Greek to English but there is a lot of steps involved and when you arrive on Sunday morning, this is early, early morning, this is where you start having the lamb preparations, the entire, entire animal, the entire lamb that you got from the butcher and that you start the preparations early in the morning, usually the boys do that, they light up the coals in the psistaria, you know, the gigantic grill that they put the lamb in it. And truly, the lamb starts cooking from like late a.m. All well, actually, uh, you know what? 
not even late a.m. If you want to eat on time, sometime in the afternoon, two or three p.m., you better get this started like at nine or ten. Okay, the coals better have been lit up and just have digested all that heat that's supposed to be steady and have you know have a consistent heat to start cooking the lamb of which you will be doing a rotisserie type of cooking yeah i mean it takes hours and hours and oh my god the lamb comes out heavenly 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 okay the skin is crust to die for the flesh just it just falls off the bone i mean it cooks for so long that it falls off the bone the the weight the sheer weight of the flesh just like you better catch it fast oh my god the taste is incredible i i can i can smell it i can taste it right now <laughs> with all the other sauces and salads and side dishes and stuff like that and they just the endless flowing of Greek wine and beer. Damn, I gained weight by just smelling it. <laughs> but it is what it is. Nobody can change anything. We can change it. We'll have to deal with what we have here right now. I am going to stay in Boston and I'm going to have to cook um, beef stew. Sounds a little 
grossa. But yeah, about this many fall off you every hour. How the hell that happens, I don't know. I mean, if you take a shower and you wipe yourself off with a towel, you dry yourself up and obviously you dry yourself very well because you, you don't want to be dripping, you scrape off the dead cells. But how the hell do 30 to 40,000 of those cells fall off you every hour? It's just, it's just freaky. I've always been a stickler with skin maintenance. Although I have to say, I never really cared so much about being extra careful, extra, um, giving an extra maintenance on my the rest of my body, like, you know, elbows and hands and feet and everything, which is a bad thing to do. It's the wrong thing to do. You're supposed to really nourish your entire skin because your entire skin is alive and replenishing every day. But especially with my face, I have paid extra attention because, you know, everything is your face, your expression of everything, your nutrition, it shows on your face. It shows how well you eat. It shows how well, how much water you drink. It also shows how much sun you're taking, how much sun damage you're taking. It shows your personality. It shows your feelings. It's your face. It's your face. So I always wanted to take extra care of my face and I've actually been blessed with not having any acne growing up as a teenager when most people, most teenagers have had an awful lot of skin and acne problems growing up. I had virtually none. I have good DNA, good genes, I guess. Of my great grandmother, my grandmother, my mother, and I, and my kid actually now, my son. He, we all have very, very, very good skin. But you know what? There is always the sunlight throughout your lifetime that you have that ages your skin. There is always a little blemishes. There is, of course, always the wrinkles. And at my age, at 51, I have never, ever done any um, invasion, invasive procedure on anything on my skin. And I refuse to do that. I just don't want to do it. It's just... Having seen other women doing fillers, or is it Botox, or whatever the hell, it starts with a J, <laughs> on their skin. Um, some doctors are good. Some of them are really doing a good job putting fillers, or maybe that's the same thing as Botox. I'm not sure. Neither do I want to know. But it's just, I don't like to fill my body with shit so I can look better. Because you don't look better. In my opinion, you do not look better. You look done. You look like you have gone to the doctor purposely and you wanted to make yourself look younger. And even though there are not a lot of wrinkles, there are less wrinkles on your skin, you lose your expression. You lose your you. You lose you. And I just don't want to do it. So, of course, I've always known to never say never on anything in life. Okay, sometimes I do. But still, for now, not to mention, guys, Jesus, to, to go and do like Botox between your eyebrows, it's like, um, what? Well, it depends, but like, what is it, five, seven hundred dollars? And that's not permanent. Or to do fillers on your lips, that's another like five, six, or seven hundred dollars. Again, it depends on what you want. Who the hell wants to do that in like four or five months? That's a lot of money. 
Not to mention any further more invasive procedures. You don't want to get a boob lift. You want to do a boob correction. You want to do a butt implant. You want to do whatever, which, you know, the extra butt, the thick butt now is, it's the shit, I guess, right? It's the thing to do. You know, a little bit of exercise, proper diet, and it's just how your body is shaped. Come on, man, don't force your body. This is bullshit. And come on, for you lady, for you ladies out there, your guy can tell. And maybe some guys like to have their fake boob, you know, rubbed on their face. They're good-looking boobs, but you, you're stuck with those extra bags into your body that you'll take with you for as long as you can have those things inside you. And it's just way artificial. It's not you, no matter what. Just take care of yourself. Really take care of yourself. And speaking of taking care of yourself, back to the skin. Back to the skin. Okay, skin. So do you guys know anything about the DIY spray or AKA setting spray? Maybe it's not a DIY. DIY is what I'm about to tell you now, but there is what is called a setting spray. A setting spray or a mist or whatever spray you can call it is a spray for your face. It um, it hydrates your face. It, it's just, you know, it adds moisture. It makes your face feel smooth and it feels good, especially in the summer and especially obviously to the dry skin types. But it also is very effective at the end of your makeup application. Uh, I do that a lot. A lot of beauty influencers, you're gonna see them. They even have, um, there is tons of brands out there that they advertise their own setting spray. And it does work because a lot of makeup products that you put on your face, they are powders they dry up your face that's just automatic no matter what skin type you have it primarily you 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 cover your pores with stuff so your face tends to get drier and it accents uh, accentuates i guess right is it accents or accentuates whatever it just brings out wrinkles so and that's especially with a setting powder so the best thing to do is to add moisture in it. When you add moisture in it, how do you do it? With the setting spray, with the setting spray. So yeah, a lot of brands out there are really, really good, but what comes with a really, really good product comes what? The price. So mm, if you were to buy a, I don't know, it's like, uh, let me see, I have here uh, four fluid ounces spray. Uh, I, obviously there is no picture here because it's a, podcast but it's a medium to small size spray bottle that is four fluid ounces that is from mario badescu it's uh his product line his company is called mario badescu skincare really really good products um he has a very good line of facial sprays or setting sprays um this specific one that i have it's pretty cool it's uh, a facial spray with aloe herbs and rose water so i mentioned setting spray that i have in my hand it's not it's no longer what's in it what's in it right now is what i make that's right it is my own DIY spray that I really, really, really find very beneficial, even better than the sprays that the brand name sprays out there. 
because as always whenever i find something really really good and really effective i always want to make it better i always want to be a step above that uh, i want to make it myself i want to make it with my own signature and i after a lot of research and um you know trial and error i actually came up with a pretty damn good spray that's right Amy's setting spray. That's another product that I want to give it a name because Amy is just too boring of a name. Whatever, it's just three boring letters. So I really wanted to come up with a. Um, that's it. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna name it the Dorgana's setting spray. Dorgana is like my handle on pretty much everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. So yeah, um, Dorgana's DIY setting spray. So we all know that anyone who lives in a winter environment, uh, there is no humidity, there is no moisture in the air, so your skin takes a beating. Um, I have a medium, medium to dry skin, I would say medium skin, and it takes, it takes a beating during the winter. And where I am in Boston, Massachusetts, if, even though we don't have heavy winters, we don't have long winters, we have cold days and that dries up the atmosphere it's, it's just dry so if I don't treat my skin like religiously well every day it will be dry that's it so having tried a lot of DIY sprays that really are very very good I decided like I said before to make my own so what I did is I searched for the three most basic ingredients that really does your skin good and from three I decided to make it down to two not that the third is not a good ingredient but I figured two ingredients are okay so the first ingredient, well, the very first, the basic ingredient of the spray is water. Not just any water, but distilled water. If you don't have distilled water, you can make it. You can just boil a little bit of water and let it cool down and you got yourself some good distilled water. So the three ingredients are water, distilled or bottled water, glycerin and rose water. Now the third ingredient, well, if you take out the water, it's three of the other ingredients. The third ingredient that I want to start using in lieu of rose water is um, witch hazel. Witch hazel is also a very good ingredient for the skin. But for now, the spray that I make and that it really, really makes my skin so quenched, so hydrated, and it smells so good, and I do this not only when I have makeup on, I don't just make it as a setting spray for my makeup, I also use it without makeup. It's really my number two is my go-to moisturizer on a fly. And um, you know, I've been using this every day almost, summer or winter, year long, year round, especially in the winter, and I have never had dry skin. So you guys should try it and I promise you I will make a video on my YouTube channel that describes the steps and it's so easy. You can find glycerin, you can find rose water and you can find witch hazel uh, in pharmacies. You can find them in grocery stores. I myself have found it on Walgreens and CVS. There are two pharmacies that are in the Northeast. I believe CVS is uh, nationwide, although I think 
Walgreens is nationwide too, but on the West Coast, uh, in fact, in Hawaii, I know it's called Long's Drugs, and I think that's from Walgreens. But anyway, you can find it. You can find it pretty much at any pharmacy. Maybe Rite Aid as well. So my dosage is for one, um, even more than four fluid ounces. You can for any for any any spray. Okay, for any spray bottle, you do six tablespoons of bottled water, which again, you can boil it, you can boil it, and you can make it distilled. Two tablespoons of glycerine. Uh, sometimes, if you want to run the spray a little thinner, you do one or one and a half. And two tablespoons of rose water. Now, I love rose water, and glycerine also are just they're very very they're pure ingredients and nothing but goodness so rose water which smells amazing it's by itself it it's just it it suits you it um it suits skin irritation it suits and um it reduces skin redness any blotches you have it is supposed to aid against it it helps prevent um infections and um, by nature, it contains antioxidants. So basically, it's a healer. It heals cuts, it heals scars, it heals burns, along with honey. But now we're talking about the DIY spray, okay? It, um, it's just, and it goes on and on and on. If you really Google it, it relieves, it enhances the mood. I mean, I don't know, whatever. It relieves headaches. It's, it's a whole list of goodness on the rose water. And damn it, it smells so good. So that is, that's the rose water. And again, when it gets combined with uh, glycerine, oh my God, guys, glycerine is glycerine, glycerine. Oh God, I apologize. So glycerine, 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 glycerine. It's, um, it's, it's used as a moisturizer. And obviously it treats dry patches of your skin, rough, scaly, itchy patches of your skin, which is especially, again, during the winter. And because it's thicker in consistency, it tends to be a binding agent with the other ingredients, such as rose water. And again, witch hazel, I have not really used witch hazel a lot because I just it wasn't available to me at the time. But um, you don't have to add witch hazel since you have rose water and glycerine. But you know what? You can add whatever you want that is really good for your skin. And um, yeah, so glycerine basically, it is made, glycerine is vegetable. It is vegetable glycerine. And it's, um, I think it's also known as glycerol or glycerini, glycerini, this glycerini, okay? This is how I know it. Um, it's a clear liquid and it's um, actually, you know, guys, it's made of soybean. And uh, as I looked up the ingredients online and it says it's uh, soybean, coconut or palm oils. That I didn't know. I had to look it up, and I was surprised. I didn't even, I didn't even question what it's made of, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, that's that's what it's made of. If you Google up glycerine, what you know, the ingredients, what it's made of, not the ingredients, what it's made of, you will see that it's made of soybean, coconut, or palm oils. So really, that's just it. There is not much else into it. You just combine all those three ingredients. Again, you combine the water, the distilled water, the glycerine, the rose water, and if you want to add, add 
some uh, witch hazel, maybe like a tablespoon and maybe a little less. Put all the ingredients, mix them all together and put them in a bottle spray, in a spray bottle, <laughs> in a spray bottle. And that's it. Apply. Apply generously on your skin. If you don't have makeup on, apply it at least two or three spritzes or more. Depends on how thirsty your skin is. Um, pretty much the same amount of spritzes after your makeup. It depends. You do not want to put it in a, in a little like spritz bottle. You know the ones that you squeeze a little trigger? Because the spray is a little bit, the mist is a little bit too, too thick. And if you have makeup on, a thick amount of spray on your face will just muddy up your makeup. And yeah, it'll be a wasted effort. So it, I, what I would do usually, I buy a setting spray and I use all the spray that's already in it, the one that I purchased. And then I use that bottle for my own DIY spray. That's right. I mean, it's the best way to do it because the fine mist that it provides is the best way to spray your skin. Spray your face. And um, as far as coconut, oh my God, don't get me started. I, I swear by coconut. Coconut is my step two of my skincare routine every day. There are times where I, I don't even, I, I skip the brand name moisturizer on my daily routine. I just, I don't even go for, I mean, first of all, they're expensive, okay? Just, that's one thing. But um, coconut, it's really the blessing of nature. Coconut is a gold mine. I, I am going to probably mention the ingredients at the end of this podcast of what coconut does not just not just for our skin but for everything i swear by coconut i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with coconut 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 um i for the night for at night because i usually put strong moisturizers at night i put on my skin i apply on my skin extra virgin coconut oil extra virgin coconut oil organic yes ma'am yes sir that is it that is gold it's liquid gold oh my god coconut oil come on it's good for cooking for baking for skin for your hair yes sir yes ma'am honestly i have one little vase one little vase vase a little container and out of that out of the same vase i can cook with it i can drink with it i can eat with it i can put that on my hair i can put that on my face i can put that on my lips it's a perfect lip balm oh my god i should be a spokesman spokeswoman for coconut oil for coconuts coconuts is the this yeah thank you nature i appreciate it a few drops of essential oil whatever i choose rose water and that's what it works for me and and or you can do witch hazel that's right witch hazel try witch hazel i want to do that as well i have a bottle of witch hazel that um, i want to i'm not going to substitute it with rose water but i'm going to add to it and i guess the more the better it's all good for your skin and you know try it try it and let me know if it worked for you i'm sure it will be it smells so damn good it feels good it's good for your skin Come on, guys, try it. And uh, yeah, you're going to see it pretty soon. In a few days, you're going to see a little short, short demo 
on how I make it and how it supposedly makes me look good. <laughs> you know, given our current, our current lifestyle, it's really hard to maintain ourselves as we used to maintain ourselves before this damn dumbass quarantine. I mean, I can understand a lot of people, they neglect their nutrition, their exercise, their mental stability and well-being. I totally get it. It's These are trying times for us. But uh, we're going to get out of this and we really have to get out of this strong. We have to maintain ourselves. We have to physically and mentally be good. And just like the great old Joey Diaz says, tough times don't last, tough motherfuckers do. That's right. Because we're all tough motherfuckers. Wait a minute, I kind of digress with this. Um, yeah, we're talking about skin, right? This has been a 32-minute podcast about a DIY setting spray. I'm really happy about this. I'm really glad I did this. I love it. But you know what? I kind of wanted to talk about, I don't know, I wanted to talk about also makeup or skin, 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 skin conditioning. Um, yeah, maybe that should be my topic on the next podcast. But for now, this will be it. It's been 33 minutes of my just just endlessly talking about a fucking spray. But that spray is really good. And uh, you should try it. You should really, really try it. Give it a try. Try to mix in and put in probably your own ingredients. Again, you can also add essential oils in there. Come on, you, you can never go wrong with essential oils. And try coconut, try any product made of coconut. It is a true blessing. Yeah. And with that note, I shall bid you good night and goodbye and um, adieu and uh, a tout à l'heure and tout à l'heure. And I'll see you guys later. I'm really happy I'm back two weeks later to do my next podcast. It's podcast number 10. And um, yeah, next time I should do like a podcast number two with more skin, more makeup, more like, you know, more quarantine topics. Yeah, because we're going to be here for a little while. <laughs> we're going to be confined for a little while, I guess. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to start. I don't want to keep reading those freaking doom and gloom headlines that are, oh, they're popping in from everywhere. I just, let's just take one day at a time, okay? We're all in this together. And for all of you who are celebrating Passover and Easter, have a good Easter, have a good Passover. And for those of you who celebrate Greek Orthodox Easter next week, have a good Kalopascha. Enjoy yourselves, have a good time, eat a lot, just... Just have a good time, live on a good vibe, because like I said, we're in this together. And yeah, you know, by the way, yeah, I meant to ask you, well, ask you, yeah, okay, as if I'm gonna get an answer out of this, but um, I was thinking of doing an ASMR podcast. What do you guys think? That should be kind of funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, all right. So until next time, stay cool, stay strong, believe in yourself because you're the universe. Good night. Mm -hmm.